light, light sounds, a universal energy forming organic tribal algorithms that span the globe, reaching down to its very core. Release you for inspirational revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the ultimate underground.
Yes, 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 that's what I do when I can't find my way. Follow the light. How y'all doing? <laughs> that was Follow the Light by Brennan Hayden and Jonathan Mendelson, the Johnny Apostle remix, courtesy of Music Lounge. This is Uncle Earl, your host, captain, and DJ of the Ultimate Underground Experience here in Los Angeles. How you doing? I got a very, very special show for you today. We're going on stage, film, and a little action down under today. We're going to start off with um, a piece that um, I was happy to meet the production team at an event here in Los Angeles. And it's a film called Where We Begin. It's a dance short, and it's going into the Tribeca Film Festival. And that is this weekend coming up, Saturday, April 18th, Tuesday April 21st, Thursday, April 23rd, and Saturday, April 25th in New York City at the Regal Cinemas Battery Park. You can check them online. Just Google where we begin. Also, we will be going down under with my correspondent, Willow, and he's going to be interviewing Imperial C, a rapper, activist, and event planner, bringing you some action down under. And I also, over the past weekend, went to a preview of a new musical called Recorded in Hollywood, and it's the John Dolphin story. Now we bring you some of the production team and some of the actors. So are you ready for a ride? Yeah. Okay, I say we get going because it is chock full of stuff. <laughs> Here we go. Hello, 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 underground dwellers out there. How you doing? This is Uncle Earl, your host, Captain DJ, here with a surprise for you. I promised you something special, and here it is. Last year, I had the privilege of meeting some filmmakers at Digital Hollywood uh, in Marina Del Rey, and I was honored to happen to receive them today and they will be here discussing a film they just did called Where We Begin. It's a dance short film written and directed by Mitsuo Miyazaki music by Mano and it's produced by Mitsuo Miyazaki, Peter Maestre and Ivan Jimenez and I have them here on the line but before I bring them in I just want to give you a little heads up on what you're about to experience. Sophia reflects on her past in the last hours of her life. She is a young, vibrant woman who falls in love with a gypsy boy, Leo. Through dance movements, they shed light on the many faces of love and life, the pressures we place upon ourselves and those that others place onto us. Where we begin is a story of courage, perseverance, and the strength to endure all other obstacles. And I have today with me Ivan, one of the producers, Mitsuyo, and Peter, how you doing, guys? We're wonderful. Great. Yes, I'm Thanks so excited. Yes, I'm, you are so welcome. I'm so excited about this. First of all, where are you all? We are all based in Los Angeles. Okay. And um, uh, Ivan is now in D.C., right? She yes, I'm in Washington, D.C. right okay. now. East Coast. I'm from New York myself. How's the weather over there? Is it nice? Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. Los Angeles, blue sky, as you know, California. All right, right. I'm here with you. Yes, so first of all, I want each one of you to just tell me a little bit about you. Let's start with you, Mitsio. Okay. Um, well, I am Mitsio. I'm a 
I'm originally from Japan. Uh, I come from a background of acting and dancing and singing. Uh, that's what I did growing up. And then I became a photographer. And then one day I decided to want to become a filmmaker. So I went to USC to grab, get my master's in film. And then here I am. Well, now making films and right. going for my dreams. I love Try it. to make a difference in the world. All right, all right. And Yvonne, what about yourself? I, um, my background is actually uh, primarily in politics and government relations, and I've been involved with entertainment for many years. And had the opportunity to work on this project with Medrio, and I'm also producing a few other uh, feature documentaries, and and I'm. Love every minute of it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and last but not least, Peter, how you doing? I'm good, man. I started. I've always been a filmmaker since I was a little kid. So I, my, I live next to a video store, <laughs> and my background started off as acting, and <laughs> then I went into producing, and then I started ading, and then that's how I met Mitsuyo. <laughs> so I ad, you know, features, commercials, music videos, and then now, um, you know, I'm still ading as I we prepare for our next leg, which is to produce features, which we have a bunch of now, okay. and we're gearing up. And that's where I'm at now. Cool. Just, you know, getting ready. And this this uh, film in particular is what, what turned the leaf, because I was going to continue being an assistant director. Mm. But after working with Mitsuyo, it's like, now, now the juices are flowing, and I'm on fire about producing. Well, all right. Well, I want to clarify something for my listeners, because everybody's not in the business, and I want to clarify between AD and ADHD. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he, AD is assistant director. <laughs> he does not have the syndrome, okay, you guys? So, <laughs> just clarity. Huge distinction, by yes, the way. Yeah, we have to be clear these days. You know, you don't leave anything to chance. Tell me, is this film totally in movement? Do they speak at all? Or is it all through dance and music? It's actually, uh, we have a dialogue okay. <laughs> in the very beginning where um, uh, the Sophia Hartstein uh, tells her that he loves her. Mm-hmm. And other than that, everything is, uh, we have no dialogue, but uh, everything that she remembers, except except for the few parts, uh, the story is being told through dance movements. That is so, so interesting. The present, like at the, where she's right now, right before she passed away, and also at the end of the movie is is what is a regular like a narrative way of storytelling and then in between is pretty much about 90 70 80 90 percent of dance movements that is so wonderful Um, because i have a dance background myself and sometimes dance is so misunderstood you know, and mm-hmm. there's so much you can say with movement or the lack of movement. There's oh sometimes God, so much yeah. so much speaking and not moving, you know, and I'm glad yeah. you tackled this. This is great. This is so exciting. Yeah. Wow. I, I've always been a, such a big dance. Like, I, I, I can move, <laughs> but no, I, <laughs> now I don't call myself a dancer. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I just, ever since I was a kid, I was just fascinated by, you know, the dancers and how they portray their emotions through their movements and I just remember, you know, every moment how they, you know, created this emotion just, you know, just by through movements and I, that just kind of uh, resonate with me for a long time and so it was kind of a challenge project for me to mm. you know make a film just through the dance but mm. uh, I think our dancers slash actors I think they did a wonderful job so hopefully you know we get um, audience to feel what we're trying to you know our message what we're trying to tell through our story too right
Ivana, yeah. you're a dancer? I was, actually. Really? I was a dancer for 15 years. Wow. From when I was four to when I was 19. And so, yeah, it's uh, pretty amazing how the stars aligned for my, you know, for producing role in a narrative film. It is a dance film. And, mm. uh, yeah, Peter had known Matteo already before that. And he thankfully thought of me when she was looking for a producer. And, yeah, it, it's been beautiful to reconnect with the dance world and... It actually makes me kind of want to dance again. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Look out, y'all. Look out. She's coming out. <laughs> How about you, Peter? Peter, can you cut a rug? I can cut a rug when I got a drink in my hand and I'm on a dance floor. That's about it. That's about it. I love it. If, if I had to pull off any of the moves that a talented uh, cast had to do, the film would have turned out to be a comedy. <laughs> we actually have some footage of that. Oh, really? Do you? Oh, I would love to see those outtakes. I want to see the blooper reel. <laughs> Gotta see yeah, that. When, we did, when we did our tech scout, he, he did a performance with us. It was awesome. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. There's one video where we, we call it tippy toe. Mm. It, it just it was a spoof and it's like you know most of the time that when we were working together we just had a lot of fun cool. but uh, I'll yeah. send it to you so that you can you can share it with your readers yeah, all right all you right. guys can all watch it we have all these videos from our behind the scenes footage to text out all of our filmmaking community <laughs> on their YouTube yeah. channel on our Facebook so yeah there's uh, hours of entertainment just, that is just ju- watching it you that, know what's the fast stupid that is so <laughs> cool where we begin film any at YouTube or, or Facebook and you'll you'll see them but that's one of the things that we did with this movie that, that we were all clear on at the beginning mm. was we wanted to share not the movie but the experience of making it mm. with everybody yes. so we, we've been documenting and uploading so we have over or 30 30 40 videos scattered about that are you know just telling the story from from there's one one of our ACs our assistant cameraman got married and then he left before the, before his honeymoon to go work on our movie and then we have you know there's one clip of him getting there with it when he was leaving and we, we kind of like rigged up a, a, a truck <laughs> put like cans in the back and we sent them off to go hiking when we wrapped the movie uh-huh. so there's a bunch of uh, different videos that, that really just share the experience of who we are and, and what it was like to, to make this movie which was really special mm-hmm. yeah all the casting the test session rehearsal session tech scout me trying to figure out this, what the story is going to be, all that stuff. So, you guys, yeah, if you ever see, they really get to see what was going through in our brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow, those brains must have been on fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.
With the current state of the world today, this is a very timely piece. Did you time it that it comes out now to talk about courage, perseverance, and strength going through the hard times that we are, that it just happened? Well, I feel like I, it is a, you know, excuse me if I, I, I hope I'm answering the right questions, but I believe that everything that is happening, it's always a repeat. Mm. I feel like as our life just, I believe in reincarnation, and, mm. you know, I feel our life just continues to live in this earth. I feel everything around us is developing, but however, you know, we kind of go through the same thing. And, you know, each time, each period, each, you know, time period, we learn something and, you know, hope to God, the, you know, the, our will create a world to be a better place. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, things like, um, the, for example, the, in our story, I have, you know, brief description of, like, what the war is. It's, mm -hmm. it's very... It's a very quick shot, but I try to tell a story in like one or two shots. Mm -hmm. What's happening right now? What do we learn from it? What kind of effect we get from, you know, whatever's happening, mm -hmm. you know, either good or bad. All the stories that is in our film where, you know, I really hope that people can learn uh, or, you know, at least... A you know, you feel something about it so that we can make it to a better place. I don't know if I'm answering the right well, question. Oh no, that, yeah. was, that was very good. And let me ask you, how long is the film? It's about 19 minutes with okay. the credits. So okay. the film itself is about 17 minutes. Mm -hmm. But you jam a lot of information into that into those minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, the reason that, yeah I, another reason that I wanted to... I always feel like I've made a lot of... I made a lot of short films in the past, and I think in that 20, you know, 15, 20 minutes, we can put a lot of message to it. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, feature film, you have to watch for an hour and a half to two hours to mm -hmm. understand what the whole story is about. But I think the uh, good part about making short is that you can put a lot of information, you can put a lot of, you know, your uh, your your thoughts. And for me, the message, yeah. So I can put a lot of my message to it and just hope to God that, you know, the people would, you know, feel something through my, you know, by watching my film. The, another reason that I wanted to make this particular one non-dialogue was because I want this film to go everywhere in the world and, mm. you know, mm -hmm. anybody can... It's a it, universal it, you know, language. Anybody can watch this film. Yeah. yeah, exactly, universal language. Even people who can't, you know, perhaps hear, you know, people with the mm. hearing impairment, they, they can, can enjoy it. the film mm -hmm. by just watching the visuals mm -hmm. and, you know, just feel the energy from the dancers and, you know, at the actors and the performance. Mm -hmm. And then you are doing actually very heavy on uh, sound designing because yeah. it's all <laughs> visuals. Yeah. Yeah, sound designers are having a really great time creating sounds that it doesn't even exist in a picture. Wow. So, for example, we have this opening beautiful field shots but then we have ocean the waves you know um hitting the the another waves and mm. we have a lot of different kinds of uh, sound effects into our film so that you know even the people who can perhaps see they can at least feel the mm -hmm. you know the sound of it energy of it the, so we have a lot of breathing you know the dancer when they're dancing mm -hmm. we, have a, we can hear a lot of them breathing touching so yeah i really want to make this one to be very universal for you know anybody with yeah. any background so any, it's, a, it's a total sensory know, experience yeah sensory exactly yeah.
I, I just want to touch on one point you made about, you know, getting your message in, in a compact amount of time. And I'm going to tell you, some of those features should take note of that. And uh, some of those features should be shorts because they waste a lot of time sometimes. <laughs> it's like, get to the point already. All right, we're ready. She's crying. Okay, let's go. You know, but... um. <laughs> I appreciate that you, you that you're so you seem so focused and d so detail oriented at the same time. So that's why I'm excited to see it, and I cannot wait. What was one of the most memorable events that uh, uh, took place during the filming? Well, there's so many memories. Yeah. For me, for me, it was we always in the morning we would start off in a circle, mm. and we would start our day by you know just kind of like sharing what the intention was and. I, th I didn't think there was one day that, that passed by where I just didn't cry in the middle of it because mm. I was so present mm. to the generosity, the kindness, the family, and just mm. everything that, you know, if you rewound and you went back 30 days, this film was still, you know, it was still an idea in Mitsuyo's mind. Mm. And within 30 days, here we are in another state where our crew and our cast is from, they're not from that area. And there was a lot that went into it, but it was so seamless. So for me, it was that. It was being present to the, creating the intention every morning with cast and crew and just feeling the energy of this movie and what it was going to do before we even started shooting. Mm, nice. So it was very powerful because it's like Mitsuyo, out of the stuff that, that it's associated with Suyo, it's, you know, it has to do with energy and a lot of love. Mm -hmm. And you just felt, yeah. wow. you felt that everybody that was on that crew was there. It was their choice to be on the crew. It wasn't a job. Mm. One of the things that we did was when we were when we were acquiring people to help us, because everybody, you know, basically works for free. But, mm -hmm. you know, they had to see her work. Mm. It had to be a choice. And it, and it had to be that you were there to make a difference. Yes. You weren't there to, you know, to grab something or, mm -hmm. or hold something. You were there to make a difference. But being present to that every day was really, really just overwhelmingly powerful. That's great. One of those um, moments yeah. that you're like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. Driving from the Los Angeles to Cedar City mm. uh, to, to find a location, I was driving on the desert and mm. I saw this open space, but it looked like it rained the day before mm. and I saw this like reflection of this beautiful sky you know, wow. on the ground, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, it's so beautiful and I wanted to get that image, you know, into the film. And so I called it Yvonne and they said, hey Yvonne, can I get, you know, some dry lake location, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> so she got me the location. <laughs> I go to the place, and it's a dry lake. There's mm. no lake. There's no water in it. So mm. I'm like, oh, okay. 
There's no water, fine. You know, but it's got, we can make it work. Yeah. And then the very first day, up until that moment, it was all nice and beautiful, sunny, nothing <laughs> to complain. And that yeah. very first day, it, we got poured rain like before. <laughs> us, like, no business. And we literally were like, oh my God, okay. Okay, this is, this is all meant to be. This is all meant to be. We're always doing that. This is all meant to be. We have a purpose. We all just got to go with it. Whatever he or she has, that's, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be fine. Right. But everything was perfect. And that's okay. yet another oh my God moment. I'm looking at the monitor. Uh -huh. And that first shot that we shot is the most vulnerable moment uh, for the lead actor has to come across, which is, you know, she just lost her husband uh, and she's asking in the way. Uh, and it's so sad, but it, the ring worked, and I was like, you, oh my god. You know, the universe does talk to us and, and oh work for god. us sometimes, and we just have to listen. Some people would be pissed off, but you went with it, so you know, that's divine. That's divine right yeah. there. That's yeah. so divine. Yeah, exactly. So they all have purpose, so yeah, so those are the moments for me, and uh, the next day, we went to, after that story that uh, Ivan told you, we went to this dry lake, and guess what? I got the dry lake to have a rain, mm -hmm. and I got exactly shot that I always <laughs> did have, even though I was tripping out in the beginning. It was like, oh my god, what are we going to do? I was like, right. well, wait a minute. Let's put the camera over here. Let's sweep this lake, and here you go. I got the shot that I wanted to That's wonderful. Have. So, those are, the mo yeah, those are definitely my oh my god moments. Yvonne, let me ask you a question. From the production <laughs> side, since this was a new endeavor for you, did you ever feel like, oh my god, what am I getting myself into? <laughs> <laughs> I was basically, I mean, as you know, all three of us produced the film, mm -hmm. but really when Matteo goes into directing mode and Peter goes into AD slash producer mode, then, you know, it was kind of up to me to, to step into the leadership role and mm -hmm. kind of move things. And, and so... Uh, at the very beginning, I was a little um, intimidated um, because we did have so many things involved in the production that not just for a first-time producer, but anyone that, you know, I just kind of step in and, and do do the best that I could, and mm. I learned so much, and mm. thankfully we had such an amazing team, and, and a lot of our crew, um, you know, they're experienced in their different, you know, areas, so... I feel very blessed that, you know, between all of us, it, it, it really truly was teamwork. And, and I'll be honest, if Peter hadn't stepped up to, to produce along with us, <laughs> it would have been a completely different Go Peter, experience. go Peter, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on so many levels. And, yeah, this, this was an absolute blessing, truly. And as challenging as it was, it beautiful, positive way, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of growth. And I'm, I'm very, very thankful. So, yeah, I love Missy yeah. Peter. Everyone's become like family, and, and yeah, it's beautiful. Well, I can definitely hear and feel the love, and I can't wait to see the love on the screen because I, I got chills right now. This is This is so great, you guys.
tell me, each one of you, what this film means for you. Mm. I'll go ahead and start since it's quiet. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think for me, the title of the film is so fitting for where I'm at in my career and life and on so many levels. Where we begin, it, it is truly the beginning of my career as a producer and to be able to work with people as talented as Mitsuyo and Peter and to film about dance, which is I mean, something I did for 15 years and as a passion to shoot it in a place like Utah, you know, where I'm, I spend a lot of time every year because of the Sundance Institute. It fulfills so many different areas for me and, and yeah, it, it couldn't have been a more, I can't think of a more perfect project to start to start this narrative producing career. Wonderful. Next. Yeah. I guess if I were to have to pick, I would have to say um, everything. Prior to this film, I was on autopilot in life and there was no real passion or inspiration driving my tomorrow. You know, I was living in yesterday and today. Mm. So tomorrow wasn't created. It, it wasn't even, you know, there was, there was an idea of what it would look like. It, there was no color in it, definitely. It was a black and white. And this movie brought that color to the future. Wow. A color that amazing. It's 6K color. Wow, that's powerful. <laughs> nice. It's mm. an endless array of, of, of opportunities. And working with people, because I always, as growing up in, in the business, I always saw that all the greats always had a team. Mm -hmm. They always had a family. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't about work. It was about creating and collaboration. Mm -hmm. And I saw that that was possible with this film. And I've, I've produced other uh, movies, and this one just was so special. And it's, it's I, I, did, I made it with people that I want to grow old with. Aww. So for me, that was it. Wow. Great. And Mits yeah. Mitsio, how about you? Yeah. You know, everybody took my words, but from this film, it really was where we begin. Like, we, to me, it felt everything about this film, how we started it, and about myself, learning about myself, and learning about the crew, and learning about these, you know, my family, these guys we're talking right now. It was just, and just creating a future together, which is, again, you know, where we all began. Mm -hmm. And it, it's everything. This film let me trust myself as a filmmaker mm -hmm. and trust my instinct and really, truly believe that everything is on our side as long as we keep our integrity and keep our, you know, focus in one, one spot mm -hmm. and that uh, everybody be a good person and be a good leader so that everybody can enjoy the journey with me. It was, yeah, it was just... It was a really amazing opportunity for me to grow as a filmmaker, as well as to trust the team and trust the universe to really enjoy the ride mm -hmm. and to start this new beginning for all of us. And then for me as a filmmaker too, you know, I'm trying to get into the future world with these guys now. And it was really perfect title and perfect way of starting our new journey. So yeah, it's like everything. I know it sounds so... Mm -hmm. It's great. So. What I want to do though is give some love to the rest of the people like the cat. Sophia was Iris Karina. Uh -huh. uh, young Sophia is Ariel Elonis. And Leo is Derek Butler, correct? People always like the crew. So I want to read their names off because they're special people and they don't get light a lot of times and no one knows who the hell they are. So here we go. Executive producer Shin Yamaguchi. Executive producer Jeremy Robinson. Executive producer Ryuichi Yamagata. Co-producer Jacob 
Halogen, mm-hmm. co-producer Mark mm-hmm. Ritchie, associate producer oh, Kip, yeah. Kip Howard, Kalyan Lum, Hiroki Fujiwara, yeah. DP is Aaron C. Smith, and you gotta help me with the production designer, Jiao Chole. Okay, Jiao Chole, I was close. Okay, editor Thomas Kruger, <laughs> sound designer Sung Rock Choi, sound designer Thomas Yount, costume designer Melissa Pritchett, hair and makeup design Joe Holland, casting Leo Alvarez, and music by Mono. I like to give everybody love on my show. <laughs> so I want to thank you guys for taking this time with Uncle Earl today and in parting I wish you many more blessings love magic and all the great things to come I know it's going to be a wonderful screening thank you so much thank, thank you so much you thank are you welcome so thank you audience as well thank you for the opportunity to share again no problem and, and this is and hey this is only the beginning this is our first time we've got much more to do right that's right. Right. All right. <laughs> <then>. <laughs> All right. Well, y'all have a great day today. Ladies and gentlemen, that was an exclusive interview with the production team of Where We Begin. We'll be back right after this. Take care. Ciao. Picture this. Todd is the brother of one of this country's greatest drummers, Mickey Curry. Mickey does not perform on any of Todd's current music. He's only mentioned here because he once said to Todd, if you sell one of your songs, any song, for any reason, he would pay off Todd's mortgage. Todd's response was, if I sell one of my songs, I could most likely pay off my own damn mortgage. (laughs) Here is Todd A. Curry with insanity I gotta run I gotta hide from these feelings deep down inside it's hard to explain without feeling so much pain and I try not to rely on these voices I hear inside. I'm going insane. I'm going insane. It's a sad state of mind, and I'm running out of time, and it's hard to explain. And even harder to refrain I'm cold, I'm foul, my stench is bad Like this lonely, dismal life I've had It's so sad 
Raised with the gift, blessed with the gift I was given God's gift to live life as a poet Raised with the gift, blessed with the gift I was given God's gift to live life as a poet Raised with the gift, blessed with the gift I was given God's gift to live life as a poet Raised with the gift, blessed with the gift I was given God's gift to live life as a poet I was given a gift by God, I was given a purpose I gotta stay awake, I gotta raise the globe I gotta let her know, I gotta let her know Where I am residing, I gotta let her know What I am residing, for every single rhyme That I write it is exciting I've got my own style, yeah people are still writing It doesn't stop me striving, that's the reason for my power I'm glad that I inspire Hi this is Will A Live reporting for the Ultimate Underground Experience Today I have with me a very special guest, Imperial C How you going mate? Yeah great bro, yourself? Yeah, not too bad, man. Not too bad. What's been happening? What's been happening? I've been busy with music, events, tours. Tours? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going on my first tour to Europe in September for 45 shows and counting. We just added another 15 yesterday to, the, to that tour, so wow, that's it's cr- going to be great. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. What made you get into hip-hop? What was the first thought that made you get into hip-hop? As a kid, I always wanted to be like Eminem. I mean, I first heard his first song, um, Lose Yourself, which was, which was on the radio. And ever since I heard that first song, I just wanted to be like Eminem. I wanted to rap like Eminem. I wanted to be what Eminem's doing and what he represents. So, you know, performing in front of thousands, you know, filling at stadiums. That's what I wanted to achieve, and that's what I'm, I'm pushing so hard for every day in my music is, you know, I'll, I have a story to tell. Yep. I've got a message to get across to the world. Yep, yep. So it's really just a matter of me awaking the world so they can hear what I have to say. Put in there about a message. I was going to cover that later on in the interview, but I mean, we'll start there. I mean, what's the message that you want to bring to the world? See, everyone has a different message to get across. I mean, you know, most artists these days want to talk about the streets and, you know, how drugs are cool and thugs are, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the way the mentality revolves around in the world, which it's not, basically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the streets are a big part of the world and, you know, is shaping what we see as gangster rap these days. But I guess my message when it comes down to it is just to tell my experiences about what I've been through, my perspectives, you know, putting emotions into words like anger, you know, psychosis, depression, stress, frustration. I like to put real things into words and a message of my experiences that will help and guide people to overcome their issues at that time so i guess you know going back down to the basics i think my message is to help inspire and guide people through their journey in life how have you become motivated by this all this pain and these events that that have been going on in your life it all runs back to when i was at school you know all the teachers used to say because i never really cared for school everyone used to always tell me that i never amount to anything i never do anything with my life so i guess that's always been in the back of my head as as motivation to prove everybody wrong. Even my parents, they go, you're never going to succeed in music, so you should stop while you're ahead. And that's all sort of built up into motivation and persistence to show everybody that I can succeed, I will succeed, and I am doing that.
that I motivate I'm glad that I get hated So repetitive hate with me that is okay Makes me stronger Going by the day Keep on bringing your hate Tell them all your mates helping me with my dream Keep on expanding my reach And every single day I set a new task Not a hard task Pushing to face my city Exposing my city The city is bare city Raised with a gift Blessed with the gift, I was given God's gift to live life as a poet. Raised with the gift, blessed with the gift, I was given God's gift to live life as a poet. Raised with the gift, blessed with the gift, I was given God's gift to live life as a poet. Raised with the gift, blessed with the gift, I was given God's gift to live life as a poet. What's your opinion on the current hip hop scene in Australia at the moment? What what would you say where it's at at the moment and where you see it in 10 years time? At the moment, it's sort of not as big as it should be. I mean, there's a lot of hip hop supporters, but there's more American hip hop supporters than there are local talent hip hop supporters. So I see a lot of artists that have got great music, but they can't pull people to a show. You're being an event manager. I see firsthand what artists are struggling with, what they're succeeding with, and what they need work with. I'm not saying I can pull 10,000. I'd, I'd love to be able to pull that, but I think the current scene needs a bit more love and it needs to come together as a community, not just a vast network. What kind of influence could you bring to the table in the hip-hop scene that are different from other artists? I mean, I think what differentiates me from a lot of artists is the fact that I love to interact with my fans. I mean, a lot of artists, they just go, yeah, I'm an artist, here's my music, now listen, I don't want to talk to you. That's basically a lot of artists' arrogance that comes across. Me listening to a few of my favourite mates um, that are also artists, they don't like to talk to their fans. And me, you know, I just set up a number for my fans so they can text me or call me. You know, little things like that. It's all the little things like that that will assist in helping your fan base grow and gaining respect in the world as an artist so they can follow your movement and be a part of your movement as well. What, how did that come about for you to be an events manager? Oh, basically I got taught of another artist by the name of Tiny Ted. He's from Sunshine. He's a part of a crew called Westgate Keepers, WGK. They're based over in the Western Suburbs. Yeah, basically I was doing my course for sand engineering back in 2012 and I basically you know, I basically said to him one day, look, I want to organise events. Don't know really what quite to say to in an email to, you know, book a venue as such to organise my own shows and own events. He basically provided a little bit of insight and then two weeks later I did my own show which packed out 300 people, which was a big success for my first event. Ever since then I've just been, every event that I've done I've learned, I've made it my goal to pick up one new thing that I can use in the next event and that's what I've done over the last couple of years which has really led to me up to this point where I'm going to be running events every second week. What's the mentality that you're going through? What's in your mind at that moment when you're when you are actually rapping? What, what goes through your head? What goes through my head is just I want to get it all out at once. It, it's excitement. A lot of artists get nervous or, you know, who's shaky or, you know, paranoid about what if I don't like me. See, those thoughts never cross my mind. I just, if I see a stage, I want to be on it. I want to be talking on that microphone. I want to be in the spotlight. People know that I'm the center of attention and they're listening to what I have to say. It's also, you know, a great confidence boost. Good for myself, same as well, which everybody needs. It really depends on the artist itself, but for me, the stage is my heaven. What makes you different in that aspect that people should listen to you as opposed over to other people that are spreading their messages out to the world? 
See, I, I think what separates me, as far as being an artist goes, is basically how I tell my music, and so how I tell my stories, the way I project them, and the way that I use my wordplay and messages in order to interact and connect and get the crowd attention as well. A lot of artists will use the terms I, I this, I that, I that. If some of my music, you may notice I use the term you a lot, as in I'm connecting to you, not I, I'm talking, you know, I'm connecting to you. So you're more, you're more in a sense, instead of you're, you're bringing that message from yourself out there, but instead you're projecting it on people and going, that's you, you know what I mean? That's, and yeah, like, people picking I'm those experiences like, off. You know, I'm talking about myself to you, not just talk about myself and, and let you listen to talk about myself, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I certainly do. To this day, I am blessed with a gift My goal is to make you proud, keep on pushing on Making my moves, I'ma keep blowing up I'ma sit up on the cloud, I'm not gonna look down Cause I wanna look around, looking far into the crowd I'm shining right now, I've seen both sides I've been in the crowd, I've made all the noise On the stage to the crowd I truly do believe that there is no better feeling When you tell them your story That's why I'm full of bliss, cause I can tell you my story Well they put as an artist, remain purpose is to tell you my mind. I'm trying to reach you now. That's what I'm trying to do. I got a dream to pursue the coming years. Got a lot to do. Develop as an artist. I gotta work in my sharpness. I know I got the game of my dears, my weapon. I know that you're starting a community where you're actually going out and getting groups together and things like that to promote collaboration. Can you tell me a bit about that? I would, that's another one of my movements that I'm, I'm starting soon. It's going to be called Visionary Cypher Sessions. So we're just going at the random places in the city and getting a little boombox with a bunch of beats and just rapping along. Anyone can join in, anyone can rap, anyone who has a talent, you know, they can join in, just spit a rap with the crew and just have fun, basically. Yeah, no, it sounds good. Who is Imperial C in two sentences? What is Imperial C? Imperial C is your daily motivation, your influence, the dedication, wisdom, persistence. At the end of the day, if I've come this far with no help, why can't you? Oh man, that is beautiful. And I'll tell you what, that is perfectly said. And how long have you been doing hip-hop? Hip-hop? I first started in 2007, so eight years now. Were you into hip-hop when you were growing up? Always loved hip-hop. I've loved hip-hop since I was, you know, as young as I can remember. <laughs> Your parents supportive of it, or were they a bit sort of like, well, this is a bit of a grey area? My parents never really like hip-hop. They support what I'm doing, and they support what I'm trying to represent as a hip-hop artist in the world, but they're not too much of a fan of hip-hop music itself. Well, it's very good to have parents that are supportive. That's right. What's your opinion on drug culture at the moment? Drug culture? I don't really believe that anybody needs drugs to function properly. A lot of people will disagree with me on that and there'll be a, a vast majority that will agree with me on that as well. A lot of people think you need, you know, you need to smoke weed in order to freestyle good or, you know, to rap better. At the end of the day, that's all in your mind. If you can rap good when you're stoned, you can rap good when you're sober. I used to have that mentality that I could only freestyle when I was stoned. But then I got off weed and got off all drugs. And then I could, yeah, then I realised I could actually rap better when I was um, sober. Because when you haven't got any influence or in intoxication in your system, you can think a lot more clearly. And when you can truly unlock that creativity side of your brain, that's when you'll flourish in whatever you're doing. There's a person sitting in the bedroom. He's fearful of coming out, but he's making peace in his bedroom. He's got a closed door, and he's very fearful of just going out and taking that first step. What would be your first bit of advice or best bit of advice to that artist? Best thing you can do at this stage is you know get a SoundCloud, get a YouTube, 
you get a Facebook. If you're not ready to go out and show people, hey, this is what I made, check it out, let me know if it's dope. If you can't do that, do it online, ask people online, send them a, a 30 second sample. If they like it, maybe you can start making some money off. If you're not ready to go out and show people your music in public, so you know, go down to the boombox playing your music in the city, whatever. If you can't do that, you know, the best thing for you to get to that stage where you can do that is to put it online and then promote it on Facebook, tell your friends to go check it out online on you know, on SoundCloud, YouTube, Big Web Nation, whatever you're on, just tell people to go check it out. Word will eventually get around, and once you're starting to get good feedback, it'll, it'll up your confidence, up your self-esteem, and make you actually want to get on stage to perform, to go and show people what you're really capable of. Man, they go past, I'm gonna go far That is my perception, I never been expecting So let me keep my blessings, God is gonna judge me But when I do, they're gonna see me is one thing A blessing in disguise, before I do that Let me write this rhyme, let me tell one last time Growing up I had a gift, living life by the gift Growing up I had a gift, living life by the gift Raised with a gift, blessed with the gift I was given God's gift to live life as a poet Raised with the gift, blessed with the gift I was given God's gift to live life as a poet Raised with the gift, blessed with the gift I was given God's gift to live life as a poet Raised with the gift, blessed with the gift I was given God's gift to live life as a poet Raised with the gift Blessed with the gift, I was given God's gift to live life as a poet. Raised with the gift, blessed with the gift, I was given God's gift to live life as a poet. Raised with the gift, blessed with the gift, I was given God's gift to live life as a poet. Raised with the gift, blessed with the gift, I was given God's gift to live life as a poet. Any places in the city that Imperial Sea hangs out, or is there any places that you know he likes the most? I love to go to the beach. In saying that, while I like to go to the beaches, I love sitting on the beach with my boombox and a pad and a pen and just writing. Not, not, not necessarily writing a song, but just writing. Everything that's gone through my mind, I'll write it in paper. Then, you know, I can sit there and write, reflect on my life, and just sort of use the ocean as a thinking space to decide which doorway I want to go next in my life. Mm -hmm. or, or when I get stuck at a point where I don't know which way to go, I'll go to the beach and sit on the sand, you know, watch the sunset or whatever, a couple of hours until I figure out what it is I'm supposed to do next. That's like my place of peace. When I you know, don't really know what to do, I'll go to the beach and think it out. What do you think needs to change, I suppose, globally? I think what needs to change is racism. People need to stop that. People divide us into, into separate cultures by colour and religious beliefs. But we're all forgetting one crucial thing. We're all human. We're all put on this earth to do one thing. To repopulate, strive and succeed. Somewhere along the line, people have, you know, have, have separated blacks from whites or, or Christians to Jews or whatever it may be. But what needs to change is we need to come together as one race and, you know, stop all these wars and discrimination acts and politics that, you know, separate us all from, you know, rich to poor. If everybody helped everybody out, the world would be a much better place. It certainly would, it certainly would. <laughs> How can we find your music, Imperial C? So you can find me on Facebook, forward slash Imperial C, BFM Nation, Imperial C9, YouTube, Imperial C1, SoundCloud, Imperial C, Twitter, that Imperial C. You can find me on any one of those networks, and feel free to shoot me a message, I'll reply almost straight away. So if you want to hit me up, I'm happy to chat, network, collaborate, whatever. All right, well, thank you very much. We 
run out of time, but it's been a pleasure talking to you, man. And, um, you know, I hope that this tour that's up and coming goes with great success. And I wish you all the best. Is there a message, one last message that you want to part with, um, you know, and say to anyone or say to the world? If you've got a dream, chase it. Just stay persistent, motivated and dedicated. Beautiful. All right. Well, thanks for talking to us, Imperial C. And thanks for having me. Not a problem. And I will definitely be catching up with you soon. And definitely check out those social networks. I was hearing a track the other day, Skyline. Really moved me a lot. Um, can you tell me how that track came about? How that track came about was I was you now I was sitting in a hotel in penthouse suite one night, and basically I was inspired by what I was seeing. You know, the beautiful city skyline I could see from Melbourne. And basically just looking at that skyline, you know, all the lights and the atmosphere of the city really inspired me to just put everything into one song. You know, you know the skyline, my thoughts, my feelings at the time, and something to say on the song. That's basically what, how that song came about. Thanks for talking to us, Imperial C. And no worries. Well, we'll definitely be catching on the social networks and definitely listening to your tunes. No worries. Peace. Alright, no worries mate, see ya. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Shout out to Sloth on the mix. Imperial C. You know what it is. City skyline, see city for the life, not a rip true strife. Feel still alive when I'm in the limelight. Up so high, looking at the skyline, for sight for the life. City skyline, see city for the life, not a rip true strife. Feel still alive when I'm in the limelight. Up so high, looking at the skyline, for sight for the life. City skyline, see city for the life, not a rip true strife. Feel still alive when I'm in the limelight. Up so high, looking at the skyline, for sight for the life. City skyline, see city for the life, not a rip true strife. Feel still alive when I'm in the limelight. Up so high, looking at the skyline, for sight for the life. Walking to the window and I see a great view And I see the city lights and I see the street lights Lighting up the nice sky but we see this great line And I feel it for the life as I'm out of every verse That too looks up, forget the negativity Here I right know I'm at the top of my game Not going down for the like a superstar This is what it's like just to be that star I'm all for all the bitches some dreams I'm out of done, I pack a shadow to the dream squad Every day and every night feeling like a boss I don't need to floss but I've lost it anyway To my shoulders shine bright or stay under my grass Started on the ground, find me in the scratch with my wingspan Stand with me and get behind me and everything about me to cover yours, they shout out to the go getter standing in the crowd. Put your hands up, it's your go getter. Put your hands up, it's your go getter. No, I do it better than on the top floor. Penthouse sweet, looking at my view. While they're working on a bit, gotta shout out to my four, three, seven, five, two. Remember, stay, remember, stay, remember, stay. Remember, stay, stay, men in the street. And you know, I got dreams turning on my two feet. Remember, yeet the beat, this is how I yeet the beat. This is how I yeet, I cook for myself. I stay so free, speak for myself. Tell them near everything that is around me. Everything that I have done, done it on myself. This is the way I see it. If I manage, you can do it, you can do it on yourself. Gotta find the Contest, being on the drugs, do not relax Got any fun, the strength, never give up Never look down, always look up Gotta hold your head up, gotta move through the ranks Wanna move up to the sky Since you started off, you now fly high Since you started off, you now fly high Working up the ranks, I want the fame And the run coming now, I'm a hometown 375 Till I put it back on the mat Never rock, every show and everybody claps Got my network, evolve to my shows Everybody live and what I'm doing now Welcome to my come up, I got the right attitude Overcome you and overcome you Got my network, got my own team Feel the so supreme, I keep my words all clean Don't have a need to say any swear words Lot of other words, I can substitute for any other words Had a lot of pain, had a lot of hurt Now it's all coming out, it's positivity Keep my head down, now I'm on the venture back into the underground Out of all the honesty, 
just a positivity, not the negativity you, yeah. And that's a fact that I'm never looking back Cause I got dreams looking over my city The city is very city yeah. This is the city where dreams come alive This is the city where dreams come alive Looking back in my mind, looking down in my past Wherever I was then, where I am now I feel so proud, ask if I know how did this happen A lot of hard work and determination Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Zaya. Once again, making sure you tuned in to Uncle Earl and the Underground Experience. She is a singer-songwriter from Louisiana who's been writing and producing artists for years. Now, she has made a choice to step to the center stage. She recently signed a deal with Platinum Vibe Recordings to release some of her precious gems to the world. Her first single is an upbeat track with a driving synth and baseline to support her sultry vocals. Ladies and gentlemen, here is Tesla Nay in charge. Take it like a man 
Life is about choices. There are no mistakes, nor are there coincidences. Paths are meant to be crossed when they are crossed. Blessings, honesty, truth, integrity, joy. It's about the cast, because they're talent, truth, honesty. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here with the director of the show, Miss Denise. How you doing? I'm good. I'm great. Thank you. I mean, I could see that there was a lot of love up there. Mm-hmm. And that is one element that is sometimes missing that makes it all the much better. Mm-hmm. You know, because we all have our jobs and we do things and we're talented with tools. And But if it's not put together in the right combination and the right temperature with the right spices and sauces, and right. it yeah. doesn't work. And it's, you seem to have concocted a wonderful... Melange. We have a good recipe. Yes, you got a good recipe. (laughs) How was this process for you? Oh my God, I had so much fun. Mm -hmm. I looked forward to coming to rehearsals. You know, some jobs you take and it's like, oh Mm -hmm. God, I have rehearsal. Mm -hmm. But um, and I and then I was in the process of performing on one show, and then coming to rehearsals for this and another. So it was a little crazy, but it was always something to look forward to because. I never knew what they were going to bring on any given day. And whether they were having a bad day, I may not get something. But they all, when they could, and for the most part showed up because we have lives, you know, as well, and we say yes to something. But, it, it you know, it all started with, with meeting Jamel a year ago with really no script but a book, which I hadn't read. And um, my sitting across from him, listening to him tell this story and the passion that he had. But I'm like, okay, cool, but... 
I don't have a script. I don't know. I don't. You know, I can't say yes. And he's like, "Well, that's cool because I'm interviewing other directors too." And I'm like, (laughs) 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 "And so I guess maybe a month later, he had sent me a script, and and I saw where he wanted to go with it, and um, and he was such an interesting cat. Mm -hmm. He's so laid back, and he's." Probably the coolest executive producer yeah, I've ever worked with. He was so very right? a little stoic and yes, mellow, you know. very mellow. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he's got this. He's, he researched this amazing story of his grandfather and the pride, and it, to see the pride of, of a black man mm-hmm. coming forward and then saying, "I want to honor another black man in, in doing so." So there was love where when it started, mm-hmm. and. Um, I came into this knowing that I wanted to salute a man who gave a lot to a lot of people and didn't get his just rewards. And not just his people. And not just his, the world. And and, 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 and I think I said in my director's notes, you know, he started out as a businessman. It was about dollars and cents Mm -hmm. for him. But the music changed him. And the people that were involved in the music changed him. His wife changed him. His family changed him. And then became more... It was more than just about money for him, and it became movement for him. And I could only imagine where his life would have taken him had he had not been cut short, because he was just, just on the precipice, on the precipice of, of even great, greater. greater greatness. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's amazing how that happens. Yeah. But the thing about it is that we we relive that and we honor that and yeah. bring that forth. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And let it die. And that's and what we're trying to do die. with this with this story and. You know, we got a lot of the, the slides you saw from the Dolphin family, and those we didn't, we, we researched online, and I had a really wonderful guy who just put those pictures together in such a way that also was another voice in the story. So I had a great, I had a great staff, I had a great cast. This has been, uh, if I ever gave birth to a child, this is <laughs> this what is it was. It. Yeah. Yes, wonderful. Just, and where are you from originally? Hawaii. Hawaii. Oh, that's a different answer. I didn't expect that. Oh, I'm the one south. Hawaii. My dad was in the Navy. So, oh, um, you in the Navy. The Navy Brad. Oh, okay. Yep. So, born there, lived there three years, moved away, and then came back. So, six years total. But I haven't been there as an adult yet. Okay. And I'm looking forward to going back. Will you just make it that chance when this is a hit? Okay. I believe we'll, we'll put it out the when. When this is a hit, I... I <laughs> It's, there's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. It's getting a lot of already, you know, attention yes. media-wise. Mm-hmm. But then when you come and see the story, and, and it'll clean up, it'll punch mm-hmm. up, and it's going to be magic. Build it and they'll come. Good night, sweetie. Thank you. Yes. If you build it, they will come. Yes. And um, I got 18 muffins on stage who are going to continue to grow. All right. Well, I know you've had a long day and you've got much more to do and you have an opening coming up. So Jeez. I'm going to bid you adieu and I thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. Lovely and to meet you. Love and magic to thank you. you. All right, thank you so out. much. Yeah. Mwah, don't be jealous, y'all. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah.
that's that King Cole. Percy, I cannot record you. Now, I appreciate the show, but I need you to get back to work. It's getting busy in here. Come on now. I am here with Mr. Eric V. Anthony. How are you doing? I'm actually really great. It's so good to see you it's again. It's great to see you. Yes, yeah. you're wonderful. Thank you, sir. So do you. And you just sounding great as usual and doing your thing up here. I love that. I mean, you know, because I know what it takes. I appreciate it. And and it takes a lot to be bad. It does take a lot to be bad. You know, it, well, okay. especially when, you know, when you're not really bad, you're you're injured and hurt uh -huh. by the things that somebody did to you yes. that makes you feel like you're... Um, you, you, it's okay that you do what you do to them. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I, I, or at least that's how I feel. Like uh -huh. when I looked up just the, the story and then what we were given, mm -hmm. I feel like you know some things happened that really broke Percy's heart, mm. and that that's the way I'm choosing to believe it because I don't really believe that he would just murder somebody right. just because. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But like ten years of working for this man and believing that your dreams would come true because of the love and care that you gave to this person, mm -hmm. you know, and then to be told, maybe you can go find a real record producer. Well, <laughs> what I've been working with you for 10 years for, if that's what you're going to tell me at the exactly. end of the, you know? Exactly. Now, did, did any of this resonate with you personally? Well, yeah, I feel like one of the things that really, for that last scene in particular, that, that works for me is just thinking about somebody telling you that you can't have your dream. I mean, as an artist, what that truth feels like to live, to share your gift, and to have somebody holding you back from sharing your gift mm -hmm. after you've given them so much of control over what you will, what you are allowed to share with the world. And you know we what I mean? Go through that, yeah. <laughs> you know, day -day yeah. Basis. So yeah. unless you're creating your own work, and and then you got to have people hope people will like it. You exactly. know what I mean? Once you put it out. There. Yeah. Yeah. So so how has this process been for you? It's been great, actually, yeah. since the beginning of when I first saw the breakdown on Actors Access. I submitted myself for this project because when I saw that it was a true story and I researched who the guys were, I just really felt like, and I, from the beginning, was in love with Percy. Like, just in terms of... I, I and what we just talked about. I never think people are bad. I think there always is some part of humanity that breaks inside of them that makes them do things that maybe we want to judge as a bad thing. So when I when I first read the script and went to the, my first audition, I was so connected to the material and just to telling his truth and being understood, even if you don't agree with it. You know what I mean? Um, and I love Denise Dow. She really you know, championed us, really challenged us, and, and really gave us the ability to tell the truth with what, the material that we were given. I'm, 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 I'm still don't know what to say. I'm going to have to go home and think about this all because yeah. so much was happening going on, and this is a new story for me as well. I think for a lot of people. So I want to do my history yeah. research. I want to go to Google and you yeah. know, really, <laughs> you'll find a lot, a lot of, of stuff too that you can't put on stage. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. want to know more now. So yeah. this was a great thing. So what, I know you always what you got coming up. I know you got something coming. I do. I'm excited. Cooking. Things are good. Yeah. I actually just started working with a new agent, a new manager, looking to um, do more on camera work. I have a season two of a web series that I'm on called Monogamy. Right. We did season one, and I just got the email from the director, producer, creator just the other day that we're doing season two. I'm going to the Memphis Shakespeare Festival to do an adaptation of Midsummer Night's Dream, and then I'll be teaching acting to children up in Sonoma at the um, Transcendence Theater Company. All that happens in the summertime. I love it. Yeah, love so it. I'm here till May. 
I appreciate home, you, man. brother. You're so talented. I love Thank you. you. <laughs> I love you. And I'm so glad you came. Yes. When they said, would you come out, who will we do this? I was like, for Lacey? Yes, of course. You better tell him I'm no coming. But, Thank but you so I wish much. you the best. I appreciate you. It's so good to see you. Right, I'll see you soon, Take man. Care, Take right. care of yourself. All right, y'all. There we go. One more. Mr. Franklin Grace, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. Say, how you doing, <laughs> Uncle Earl? I just jumped on him, got him bubbling right here. No, sorry. But I had a really good time with you guys tonight. Thank Did you. Did you have fun yourself? Yeah, it was great. The yeah. energy was great. It was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, and I know yeah. you're leading up to opening. I mean, this yes. is by the time this airs, we'll have opened, but yes. how, how exciting is this? I mean, it's very exciting. I mean, the story and everything is just very compelling. Mm -hmm. And to be able to tell it each night, find like a new little nugget of something that was really, really awesome. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I. I just had no idea about the John Dolphin story before I even started this. Yeah, me too. And, and each, you know, yeah, and so yeah. each night I'm like, wow, yeah. it's, it's amazing. And really see. Yes, yes, yes. See how it comes from. I'm from Columbus, Ohio, originally. Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yes, sir. And um, you are a triple threat. Yes, sir. You act, sing, and dance. Yes. Do you do other things as well? Yeah, I'm on camera as well, film, TV. Uh, my background's in architecture. I have a master's in architecture. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so I, you got a good job. <laughs> Got something to fall back oh, on. Oh, hey, that's what they say. You can right? use the CAD machine, right? Yes. I'm, I'm a CAD. <laughs> yes. AutoCAD all day. 3D okay. Max. Yeah, whatever we got to do. Cool. Yeah. So, so, it's, so between, would you ever want to translate that into the entertainment industry? Yes, I've thought about it. Actually, my thesis was on creating space based off like hip hop dance. And so I created designs that were, were influenced by movement mm. and specifically hip hop movement. Mm. And so I would love to continue that and do that more, you know, but performing has been taking the steering wheel right now. Now, so right. it's like I'll let that right. ride. Ride it while it's hot. Ride. Ride. So like, yeah, yes, sir. So I'm like, just got here uh, in August. So I'm mm -hmm. just like hopping on all the new opportunities well, I can, well, and it's great. Yeah, well, it's a great community. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's and, awesome. Um, is there any any message you'd like to give to the people out there? You know. Yeah, I mean... From your heart. From my heart, yeah. yeah. Well, I just think it's... Um, you have to trust yourself in whatever it is you want to do. And you really have to um, believe in yourself and realize that regardless how good you may have had it, if you never struggled before, the struggle may come. And you just need to, you know, be prepared for it, embrace it, and keep it moving. And really allow yourself as an individual to go through it. Even if you have help, you know, sometimes you really have to go through something to really understand what others mean, what others feel, and, you know, with the higher being, what he says. Right. And so that's my, that's my little two cents right. of 
Well, that too says equals a couple of million in the future. I think. Yeah, so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you, Franklin. Nice to meet you too. All right, man. Thank you. All right, take care. Um, I want this gentleman to introduce himself because he says it's so much nicer than I would. This is Matthew Sims. And how are you, Matthew Sims? I'm doing wonderful. You're doing wonderful. I'm doing great. You're I'm glowing. A tired, but You're glowing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you still got that high pro glow. That's that sweat. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, how do you feel right now? How, I feel accomplished. It was so. It was a long time coming. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just a lot. And, I don't know with the costume changes and all the rehearsals and different dances and singing, everything was so separate. Yes. Finally putting everything together, uh -huh. I feel so accomplished just to say we made it through. Mm. You know, we, we did not, let me not say made it through, because when you say made it through, that means, right. you know, I made it by the skin of my teeth. But right. I no. think we did a great job. Mm -hmm. You know, so. You had your artillery, you just had to implement it. Yeah. We, we, <laughs> we fired away. Rock, sock, and barrel. Let's go, y'all. Hit <laughs> <laughs> it. Now, what, now, be honest with me, was it mad backstage? Was it oh, like, my God. Yes, I mean, yes, it looked pretty nice. I mean, y'all came out cool and collected. Did, 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 we, did we pull it together? Yeah, you pull it together. You, know, you know how your mama tell you when we go out in these streets, don't embarrass me now. Now, when we at home, you do what you got to do. When you got to do, embarrass me. So, we, uh, when we got in these streets, we, you know, we just had to do what mama right. taught us. So, yes. in the in the back room, you know, we got clothes racks here. You got to get in there. Five people sitting up here. Your, your clothes under the desk and all that kind of stuff. But we made it. For the grace of God. By the grace of okay. God. That was it. So. Nice, nice. So, what is one thing that you're taking from this experience that will help you into the future. I definitely am so inspired by our John Dolphin. So I don't know if anyone can tell that he's kind of sick, but if you could, uh, like me, if I hadn't known, he adjusted, like things that he practiced in rehearsal, he did differently, but he was such a professional about it. Um, he just went with it. I mean, like, I think I would have even froze up, as much as I like to talk, obviously, as you can see. But I think I would have froze up, you know, and not been able to go on with it. But he's such a professional and so inspiring, and I've learned a lot from him, as well as Miss Denise. She's awesome. She treats us all with respect. And I've been in a few productions where, you know, we are the actors, and we kind of like, we're nothing. You know, right, the ensemble is right, nothing, but... Right. Everyone's on Everybody's the same, on the same playing field. It's awesome. And it's a great... I don't, I've never been a part of a cast where everyone gets along and everyone is so respectful of one another. So they put themselves out of the way to make sure everybody... Mm -hmm. It's awesome. I love it. If we can run 365, now, by that it. time we probably have some problems. Right. But, but <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's just like family. Yeah, you know, you're right. You're you absolutely know, right. You know, you love them to death. You yeah. love them, but you hate them. So... <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's be real about it. Right. right? So, yeah. So, yes. it's definitely an awesome experience. So. Cool. Well, it's nice to meet you, Mr. Sam. Nice to meet you, too, Mr. Percy. Mr. Uncle Earl. Uncle Earl. Yeah, Uncle, Uncle Earl. Earl. All out the Uncle way. Earl okay. the world. Delete that. Uncle Earl from the world. Yeah. Gotcha. Is right. that on Instagram or anything? You can do Twitter. Twitter. At okay. the Uncle Earl. I got you. I'll add you in. Ooh, All right. All
All right, y'all. I'm still here at the Lillian Theater, and I have grabbed another one, Mr. Nick Hodges. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. You have you are a bundle of energy up there. Yes. <laughs> You're um, all over the place. <laughs> thank you. Doing everything. Yeah, you have to be sometimes, especially in like this profession and this career. What I love most is I can be all over the place mm -hmm. because that's part of my personality. Mm -hmm. you know? I can tell like, you what have the ball. Pop, pop, pop. Yes, I am. I forget that it's it's actually a musical. I pretend that it's real life, which it is. It is to me, right you know, for that, that moment in time. Mm -hmm. Like I love that I can just be in this imaginary world and just forget about the real world problems. Mm -hmm. and I can just live this imaginary life, character by character, on whoever I'm playing. Whether I am a store clerk to you know I'm just a regular guy in the club trying to pick a girl up, you know, in the yes. 1940s and 50s, yes. to being young Jamel. So I don't know. I just love that I can just be three different people at once, all in this short amount of time. Mm -hmm. Now, how is it meeting the person that you're playing? How did, how is it meeting the person that you're playing? I was very <laughs> intimidated um, he was tall and I'm like very short so it's just one of those things of you know I don't what I'm afraid of is I'm not portraying him the way he was portrayed as a child but I have to realize that everyone has their own different walks and their own different mm -hmm. point of view um, um, her takes on how someone is so I just you know it's like you know what I'm a teenager I'm just act how normal teenagers right. Go for the act truth. yeah like that's 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 what it was, and actually meeting him and him telling me, you know, good job portraying him is actually a big accomplishment for me. Yes. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, so you can actually see me being you younger, yeah. which is yeah. just a blessing. Like, I can't ask for anything more. That's wonderful. And where are you from originally? I'm from South Carolina. So, you know what my folks are, too? <laughs> from Mullins. You from, know Mullins? That's a low country. No. A little low country. Whoa, I beg your pardon. <laughs> I'm from How low can you go? Exactly. You go all the way up to Charleston if you want to. I love it. I love it. So you've been here for a while now? I've been here for two years. Two years. Yes. And you're loving it. I'm loving it. From doing musical theater to doing TV shows to doing commercials. This is like the perfect utopia for a young black artist right. as myself. And I love it. And that's what I love about Los Angeles. Well, I see you're going to be going and doing many things. And I'm I, hoping. Uncle Earl wants to enjoy that journey with you. So All please right, give me that to me. Okay? okay, definitely. All right. All right. Nice talking to you. Pleasure to Okay. Still here, you know, gathering jewels. And I have another one here, Mr. Rashawn Patterson. How are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well. You know, I don't know what to say, so I'm going to throw it to you because I, I, I came here tonight not knowing what to expect, mm -hmm. and I got so much, and I'm still processing it. Yeah. Do you feel the same way? Absolutely. Every day we're still processing and learning more and getting more acclimated with exactly who we're vindicating. It's an important piece of history to share with the world, and I'm honored to be a part of it. 
I'm honored to work with the cast. I'm honored to work with Denise, and uh, privileged to be able to be a part of telling the story. It's history. It's it really is history. Yeah. 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 I know that you you're an accomplished recording artist, and you've been doing your thing. But how? has reaching back to this made you rethink about what you're going to do going forward? Well, the the thing that's been exciting about this process and being involved in this play is that I started in television and musical theater as a kid. Mm -hmm. And did that for from about 10 to 15 years old. And then music really took over for me and that's where my passion really was at the time and that's where I had to tell my story through uh, my songs and stuff and my recorded albums so the blessing is that I have this opportunity to reconnect with where I started and recall the enjoyment I had as a young boy acting and being in ensembles. Being a solo artist is, is very different and the attention is focused on you. Yeah. Uh, world, it's okay. a whole different thing. <laughs> but to be back into an ensemble which I love, it's really great and gratifying and it's, it's something that um, I'm having a lot of fun doing. And I'm recalling the fun I had as a kid doing it. And it's kind of like rebirthing. It absolutely, is. it absolutely it is that. Yeah, your character is very inquisitive, mm-hmm. you know, and he's very knowledgeable himself. But did something within this character connect with you personally, mm-hmm. or did you have to find him? Well, it connected with me in that I like my character is very supportive of his friends very loyal and very much about assisting and pushing forward you know what I mean and I can relate to that because that's how I am Mm -hmm. from an entrepreneurial standpoint you know my character founded the Los Angeles Sentinel um, and and John Dolphin as an entrepreneur founding you know Dolphins of Hollywood I relate in that sense that my third album was on my own record label and back in 2004, which was uh, a big deal to to accomplish doing that. And um, so I resonate with them characters on that level as well. Mm-hmm. I resonate also with Leon because he is inquisitive as to what John's purpose and mission really is. He's interested, mm-hmm. you know, and. Anything that is interesting to me. He's not just for the scoop. He's really for. What, he's yeah. He's for he's for okay. What are you trying to? Because he's a journalist. Yeah. You know, he's a journalist, and of course, there's always a story. But because he's his friend, you know, at first he's kind of like, "What are you talking about? Like, what, really? You think this is even possible?" And then once he sees him succeed in it, his respect level changes, and he actually like by the end of it, when he says, you know. If it was anybody else, I'd think I was dreaming, but you knew what you were doing, actually. So, it's it's an awesome piece to be a part of. Well, well yeah. I wish you the best with this. Thank you so much. And the future. And, Thank you. Uh, happy opening. Thank you so okay. much. Okay. I nice appreciate it. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet right. you. Papers, just promise me you won't keep me from seeing my kids. Stand up. 
fighting for his shop, fighting for his family. Shop doesn't matter anymore. All that matters is you and the boys. I don't have my family and I have nothing. There is no love and charm without Dalton's apology. And there is no Dalton's apology unless you stand up against this tyranny. Police got no right to keep our community segregated. Okay, change is going to come to Central and it starts the Dalton's. We want your family back. And you got to get out of this place and do what's right. Be the man I know you are. Be the man that your kids will be proud of. Travel down the long road. The years of a wind and rain. We've persevered and struggled for the smallest earthly gain. And those who went before us, they dreamed to see our day. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with a very beautiful woman, Ms. Jay Johnson. How are you doing? Thank you. Good. How are you? You know, I am elated. I'm, I came in here not knowing what to expect, and I'm leaving with a lot that I don't quite understand yet. I'm going to have okay. to process it once sure. I get out of here, but you sure. guys gave me a lot to think about. Wow. What has this been like for you? It has been nothing short of wonderful. Um, the entire process has been so rewarding, and now that we have an audience, it's even more more rewarding because we get to element. see how it's affecting the hearts of the people that are listening to the story and we know it's an important story that needs to be told and so I'm just excited to be a part of it. Yeah and you have such a great responsibility being the wife yeah. of the man. <laughs> right, absolutely. <laughs> Did you have any idea about this story when you first took on the project? I had no idea. I didn't even know about John Dolphin and I think that's the issue is that we don't know about him really. You know, I think the majority of the cast would agree with me that he is was an obscure your hero, mm -hmm. right? So it's awesome to bring him to the light. And where are you from? Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Okay, and you've been here for a while now? Well, I went to USC, fight okay. on forever. Okay. Um, and I graduated last year, so it's my first year out. Mm. And have you been to New York at all? I haven't. Well, I've haven't been, been there, been, but, but haven't, I haven't been there working yet. You haven't jumped in that pool yet. No. That's a hope of mine. Well, you, 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 I see great things for you. You, you have, I can't really see it, but you have this quality. You remind me of this Gloria Land. Oh. And, you know, <laughs> people, you. that era is beautiful and radiant and I love it. Is, what, what is something that resonates with you personally about this character? Tonight it was grief. It was the loss. Um, I think that that finally clicked in for me tonight. Overall, it's the purpose that this woman serves a very vital role in this man's life, in John's life, and that the two of them, it's as if they've been purposed together to, you know, pave the way so that other artists that, you know, are to come as we see at the end mm -hmm. can have the comfortability of performance and, and of, of, a line, of a limelight of, of a stage. Yeah. And I think that was the biggest part for me is, is in servicing him, I'm servicing something so much bigger than bigger him. Picture, which yeah. brings to light, you know, this question of the importance of the quote-unquote the housewife or the helper, the nurturer, and what role she plays in assisting her husband's dreams, which of course at this time, this era was basically 
be the majority of what women were doing. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) But they are the wind beneath their wings. And that, I think, is what has been so pertinent for me and showing in this story. Yeah. Well, great. Well, I wish you the best with this project and all what I put into the future. Yes. Blessings, love, and magic. (laughs) All right. So nice to meet you. You too. Take care. Bye. I want to hug. Don't be jealous, (laughs) y'all. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This is Uncle Earl, your host, captain, and DJ of the Ultimate Underground Experience. I'm here in Hollywood. I'm at the Lillian Theater, and I just witnessed the John Dolphin story recorded in Hollywood. And I'm here with two of the Dolphins, Jamel and Errol. How you doing? Fine, thank you. All right. Pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to meet you guys. This is so exciting for me because it's something that I was not aware of. I mean, you know, you hear about things, but they sort of get glossed over until someone digs them up and brings these treasures. So how does this feel to have this come into fruition? Well, I feel like it's, um, like it's a vindication in some sort. You know, it's like he did 
John Dolphin himself did so much for the community, so much for like music and uh, and just for the and even like looking into like the integration of things. He mm -hmm. done so much mm -hmm. and is just overlooked and uh, you know not recognized at least enough for me and which I you know that was part of my passion and which putting it out to the to the public and make everyone know make make everyone much more aware. Right. right yeah. Right. And what are your thoughts on that? Uh, the uh, the legacy uh, of my father, John Dolphin, I feel is the greatest untold story in the history of the record business. And I'm so proud and, and happy that my nephew, Jamel, has first wrote the book on uh, recorded in Hollywood, The Dolphins of Hollywood Story, John Dolphin bio, uh, which was released October of 2011. And now he's brought it to stage as a musical. And, um, you know, it's a story that uh, the world would be awed by, inspired by, and educated by because he founded the first um, major black-owned record company in America in 1950. Not Motown, Barry Gordy aspired to be mm. like John Dolphin. <laughs> yes. He was the most popular black man in Los Angeles, mm. unquestionably, in the 1950s. Mm. He changed the record industry forever. He was a record pioneer. He... Um, he created and, um, uh, and instituted the crossover music concept. He went on white radio in 1950 mm. and he played black music mm. on a white radio station. And what he did that changed everything uh, was unthought of. Yeah. He sold black music, which at the time was called race music, huh. to white people in mass. It was revolutionary. It was unheard of. Uh, and he was the first major record company in Los Angeles. It was not Capitol Records, right. as most people think. So, and, and But the thing that, that really bothers me the most, he's unhonored. No awards, no anything. But once the story is told, um, it's it's just it's an, an amazing story. Well, I'm I'm so wonderfully. Uh, I'm I'm I don't know what to say. I, I've learned so much tonight myself because I had no idea the history that was behind all of this. And Jamel, I'd like to turn this back to you. Sure. Being that you're such a young man, um, how how difficult was this to bring this forward? Well, I know it's not easy. No, it's not. It's not. But we had, had a lot of support from my family. Everybody was inspired, and it just with their inspiration and uh, you know, and their you know, I guess push push help push me to uh, to finish it off. You know, and I just kind of kept with it, and I just stayed passionate, and, and the passion hasn't left. So uh, you know, it was a difficult task, and it took a while. But you know, as long as we stay with it, we, you know, we can accomplish many things. Mm -hmm. You know, that's probably something I learned from my grandfather. You know, it's something you know, we're not gonna let anything. Stop us. I know that's right. Exactly. That's right. Now, is there any type of situation that might happen where he might be honored from this moment forward? Since it's been swept under the rug for so long, is that something that's possible? Yeah. I mean, our, one of our goals is to get his name on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, where where it belongs. It's, it's definitely deserving, and, and he's unrecognized. And you know, it's he's like perfect world. It's Hollywood is before Hollywood was even you know that big. It's you know he's perfect for the uh, and, and, you know, and that's something we're gonna strive for. We're gonna try to get his name on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Hmm, all yeah. right. That that sounds great. Now let me let me throw this is flipping around to life. Being that you've grown up through those, through those times, coming to the times we're in now, where it seems that we're reverting back to those days, what do you feel about the current state of race 
Well, it's ever changing. Mm. It's always going to get better. Mm -hmm. uh, you're going to have uh, those situations that are, you know, are disappointing. Uh, but you know, life goes on. We we're adopting uh, uh, species, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I always say, uh, count your blessings. Be be grateful, and just you know, do your best, the best that you can. Okay, I mean that's that's what it's all about. It's all about. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, no, uh, you know, I, I, I feel the same. You know, it's definitely, it's, you know, you should always, you know, be grateful and, uh, you know, feel blessed at whatever you have and, you know, just strive to uh, do what you feel is right and you feel is important. Mm -hmm. yeah, now, is there anything that you, any message you'd love to get out to the world? Uh, yeah, help one another. Okay, that's what it's all about. That's what we're here for. Okay. Okay, how about yourself? Well, I mean, to the world, I would say, um, Learn your history. Uh, dig deeper. I mean, just because you don't read about it doesn't mean it, was, it wasn't happening. Mm -hmm. So I would say, you know, dig deep and, you know, learn your history, know what's going on. And this is what we're doing. And I would ask people to, you know, to follow them. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, I thank you gentlemen so much for your time. And I wish you onward, upward, blessings and success. Right. It's All been right. a pleasure. Thank you. All much. right. Thank you so much. It's on his way out of here, but I cannot get out of here without the man who's responsible yeah. for the kind of the story why we're here. Music! Yes. You can't get it, have a story without music, That's right? right? That's right. Mr. Stephen Terry. Yeah, Stephon Terry. Stephon Terry, how yes. you doing? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling great. <laughs> great preview tonight. You know, we pushed on through. The crowd loved it. Can't ask for more. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of music, though. It is. It is. It is. But <laughs> Did you sleep? Did I sleep? <laughs> yeah, I got some sleep. <laughs> Hey, let's be real. Well, you know, a it's, it's a story that I wanted to tell, uh -huh. so it, I really enjoyed it, yeah, you know, and when they brought me in to arrange it and all mm -hmm. that, uh, I was having so much fun. Mm -hmm. Did now, were you knowledgeable about the Dolphin Library? You know what? I was not. I was not. I mean, some of those artists who were coming through a shop, of course, mm -hmm. but him, personally, this was the first time I heard of him. Mm -hmm. But once I heard, you know, what he put in and um, how he brought different cultures together, how um, transformational of a figure he was. Mm -hmm. I like, I just had to give it something. And you realized special. how much was familiar, but you didn't know who it came Didn't from. even know, and you just never know who's who is responsible for mm -hmm. certain things and mm -hmm. who played their part in history. So yeah. it's a guy that we absolutely now have to really dig in and find more mm -hmm. out about him. And I love this vehicle, mm -hmm. you know, of a musical. Yeah. I love musicals. Yeah. Yeah, talented yeah. cast. Have you done musicals before? Yeah, I've done musicals you before. Okay. Yeah, I've done a few before. And recording as well? Yeah. Artists. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're all over I'm the place. a singer. Yeah, 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 I'm, a, yeah. I'm a recording <laughs> artist. On, let the people know. Uh, let them have it. Come on. Uh, yeah, yes. I'm a composer, yeah. you know, uh -huh. and um, so music is just my, my world. I love it. Absolutely love it. Mm -hmm. Love jazz. Oh, yeah. My hometown is Washington, D.C. Washington, oh, oh. I'm from Washington, so you know D.C. I know that's right. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the hometown. <laughs> but I've been out here on the west side for like about 14 years now. Okay. Travel. I like to travel. Yeah. Been around places doing stuff. Wow. So. Cool. Yeah. How was it with the band? I mean, 
working with them, a lot of them I'm sure didn't know the material. Yeah, but they're great musicians. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we had to work through the arrangements first in rehearsals, and I would send my band rehearsal recordings, mm -hmm. you know, and then um, I would do the parts, and once we got together, we gel. You know, we already know these guys, mm -hmm. as far as my musicians, um, Bob, Fazio on bass, uh, Archie, Wilson on drums, Michael, Wells uh, on guitar. These are my friends, so, you know, we, we come together and we do what we do. Right. And so they make my job easy. As a matter of fact, even this cast is so talented, I could throw all kind of harmonies at them, you know, and um, the original uh, writer of the music, Andy Cooper, he did some good stuff, but I was able to take what he did and build on it. And, you know, I, I just, I love this era. Uh -huh. You know, it's, it's awesome stuff. You know, so. well, like I said, I wish y'all the best. You had a good time, man? Yes, I did. I you did. enjoyed the show? And, I mean, I, it was a lot for me. I didn't know a lot about the story, and I got the information, like, right away, so I read through it, but... I'm gonna have to process it. I have to. And I might have to come back. Yeah. You know, because it's a lot. Please come back. Yeah, yeah, and tell others to come back. Yes, tell, I will. Tell as many as you can. I do. It's a story that, that that needs to be known by a lot of people. You just never know, you know, who was at that point in history to do that thing. Yes. And he was a mover and a shaker, man. Right, Appreciate y'all coming through. You're a mover and shaker, too, so oh, move man. and shake on, brother. Yeah. <laughs> okay, have a good Love one. Love y'all, man. Yes. Yeah, All yeah. All right, take yeah. care, though. Okay, cool. and you are listening to the voice of the people ladies and gentlemen thank you thank you thank you so much for joining uncle earl here the ultimate underground experience today i hope you had a good time as i did and i want to take this time to thank all of my guests today and my correspondent over down under willow hey willow how you doing man should i say how you doing mate <laughs> anyway um you know love is the message here as usual love is the key take care of each other take care of yourselves and take care of our environment we only have one as i always say and we're going to leave out of here with an artist who's on revitalized records which i will be released on later this month and the tune is called showtime by shadow raver i'm going to give a shout out to patrick green project creatorian all right y'all get into it See you later. Ciao.